0: Want to beat the burnout and find out what it really takes to boost your mojo? Welcome to the Mojo Show. Join Kyle Hargreaves and David Elko, a couple of guys that used to be fit, then got fat, but managed to get fit again. They're on a mission to cut through all of the BS from the world of health, fitness and self-help and share their knowledge and experience as coaches to help you consistently look good, feel great and be at your best. Oh, you
1: there? We are recording. Fantastic, hey. guys. Good evening, and welcome to the Mojo Show. Myself, David Elko and Kyle Hargreaves on the other end.
0: Now, hello, hello, I'm
1: hello. Excited about what we're going to talk about tonight, Kyle. Um, so, Kyle, what are we going to talk about?
0: I could tell you were excited because before we jump, before we started recording, they'd go, so what are we going to talk about tonight? Um, I've seen some stuff on some home fitness that's been going on and it's like that. And asked, so then I made my suggestion and his voice completely changed. Like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that.
1: <laughs> Basically, when Kyle made his suggestion, guys, my balls dropped. He <laughs> was like, hee hee, <laughs> They didn't drop,
0: they went back up.
1: Oh, yeah, they did. They completely disappeared. I now have my testicles on top of my head. <laughs> yeah, they popped out my ear. My wife just gave some sort of indication that they've just popped out my ears. <laughs> that would hurt my eardrums. That's disgusting, Jamie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't just be your eardrums that would hurt either.
1: <laughs> anyway, so, Kyle, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> well... Or well, today's Tuesday. So, yes, we were supposed to do this call yesterday, um, but unfortunate circumstances meant that we couldn't. We were going to do it today, but yesterday was May the 4th. And considering yep. we're both absolute Star Wars geeks, yep. um, we figured we should talk about Star Wars Mojo, or Star Wars and Mojo. Oh,
1: Star Wars Mojo, that's absolutely amazing. So, first off, guys, um, obviously, May the 4th uh, is May the 4th, if you're not a Star Wars geek. Um, two... If you haven't got Disney Plus, please exit this call now. Go and subscribe, then come back into the call.
0: <laughs> We're not getting paid for this. We should be. No, we should.
1: I mean, seriously.
0: <laughs> we could have just got Disney Plus one new subscriber.
1: Exactly. You know, I'm sure they're so grateful for all the multi-million people that have signed up. <laughs> Yay, the Mojo guys. One more. Thanks, guys. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Um, all right, so you you mentioned this, then, Kyle. What is it? You know, what is it? What do you want to talk about? Star Wars, the Star Wars philosophy.
0: Yeah, I think that exactly that because I don't know. One of, growing up was, I was always a huge Star Wars geek as a kid, um, and obviously, there's been many iterations of it, and there's more versions of it all coming out now. But there's, it's always been kind of deeply rooted in sort of theology and philosophy and. I guess it'd just be interesting to explore some of those ideas, you know, what sort of things do we like about it or what, what don't we like, um, you know, how what can actually translate into real life and how much of it is, obviously it's all fantasy, but if you look at the philosophy behind it, like Yoda's, uh, there is no try, do or do not, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or some of the, uh, <coughs> Some of the ideas on kind of mindfulness and being present in the moment as well you know things like that just uh, there's there's lots of stuff within the what's the word i'm looking for the philosophy of it i suppose
1: yeah and yeah, uh, the, the principles the mythology behind it yeah
0: i think i mean it's it's, it's like anything it's a good metaphor that if if we're looking at it from a from an NLP and hypnosis perspective, you know stories are metaphors, and and the unconscious mind loves a story and a metaphor, which is why we love stories so much and we relate to them and we mm-hmm. we get so much out of them. So yeah. you know, I think there's there's a bit of a, a gold mine there of little nuggets of wisdom, and we could geek off at the same time.
1: I love it. All right, let's, let let's let's start, Carl. What is it you like about Star Wars? Um,
0: The the thing I love about it the most is that, apart from being the geek that wants to be able to go and fly in spaceships and explore different religions and cultures, at the root of it, you've got the whole um, yin and yang kind of philosophy. You've got the light and the dark side, and for one to exist the other has to be there and there's like different polarities and I think that's kind of um, well that's relevant in a lot of ways because life is or well, nature works on, on polarities doesn't it the universe mm-hmm. works on, on, on polarity so and you know what I'm not going to try and be clever lightsabers Dave that was the thing that got me
1: <laughs> lightsabers yeah look, look at us it's like oh the philosophy the yin and yang it's like no, we want space swords. Like, let's let's yeah. be honest. It's like, that's it. That's it, guys. The call's done. You know what? are We how many minutes are we in? You know, uh, we've been chatting for nineteen together. Like a couple of minutes. Like <laughs> of that is the actual call. Space swords. Yeah, you space know, lasers. Space, laser space
0: lasers. <laughs> space lasers. That's <laughs> it. Oh, we're oh, done. Oh, oh don't levitate stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Wait, and we can pick stuff up with our mind. Yeah, some telekinesis. And space lasers. There we go. <laughs> That's it. There's no fucking philosophy behind it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just cowboys in space. It's just cowboys and ninjas in space. That is literally it. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: <laughs> forget, <laughs> forget, forget, forget the classic cool. hero's journey and yeah, the yeah, archetypes.
1: Any of the philosophy. You know, that like how Yoda can be a metaphor for communication with the subconscious brain. You know. All that, like you say, the yin and yang, the principles like, that have the fact that one cannot literally exist without the other. You can't have good without bad because we all have, like, experiences to draw on. Then you know, we could have done anything. And it basically comes down to <laughs> space ninjas and space cowboys. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and wizards. Uh, oh, yeah. And wizards. Space, Ni- space ninja wizards. Space ninja wizards. Oh you imagine being called that it would have tanked wouldn't it (laughs) it's like Space Ninja Wizard oh fuck that I'm not seeing that shit (laughs) it sounds dodgy
0: yeah there's a new username
1: (laughs) Space Ninja Wizard (laughs) oh god there's a thousand and one things I want to say (laughs) but I am going to (laughs) be anyway so yeah okay uh, that's it we're done Uh, bye (laughs) Okay, so like you say, the, the yin and the yang, the philosophy, right? Is, and that is something that I personally love. That You, you know, you, the good, the bad, you, you can't have one without the other. If you're going to go down the really philosophical route, right, you, you can't have good without bad because our brain learns in comparison, you know, and contrast. Yeah, It has to understand bad in order to understand good and vice versa. Yeah, I'm sure Kyle's got some sort of NLP hack that will... Uh, <laughs> go into way 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 more detail i think the thing for me that i personally love about it you know not only the the yin and yang principle like you said there but it comes down to just literally in any moment at any given time one simple choice how do i respond
0: or who am i going to be
1: yeah Or who am i going to be and how am i going to respond am i going to take the path of the light side or the dark side
0: well that's one of the underlying things of the whole story is that it's that hero's journey isn't it that path of self discovery the kid that starts off as as the farmer who finds out that he's got something special and ends up getting whisked away on this journey and has to kind of basically choose or decide who he's going to be and it could go one way or the other you know it could go to light or the dark but it's like, like we said you know one can't exist with the other and I think one of the things that was sort of in the expanded universe before Disney got hold of it was that it was the concept of the gray Jedi, someone that wasn't the either light or dark, but was was like the Emeridote of Je- Jedi, you know, be- best of all, worst of none.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah. you know, I think that's kind of, the whole story is, is a metaphor for, for that aspect of life isn't it there's going to be hardships there are going to be times when you're going to be tested and there are going Mm -hmm. to be times when you're going to screw up and make the wrong decision and go against what everybody says you should do and sometimes you learn the hard way but ultimately it's you have that choice and that responsibility for yourself to decide who you're going to be and how you're going to respond and what you're going to do within it any given
1: situation yeah which is which is an absolute fantastic metaphor for like you say like for life um but even like on a on a you know you've obviously got the philosophical stuff there in you know the the principles about like every situation but it even almost gives you instructions on how to do it and it's like oh that's a great principle how do you apply that for real life The bloody tell you trust your feelings you know search your feelings you know it to be true whether it's vader or yoda you know What does your gut say? Imagine if you just sat there and listened properly for 10 minutes a day. You'd you'd probably come up with way better answers in that 10 minutes than all the panic shit that you do. And I've done that. I'm not judging. You know, it's like, oh, oh God, it's not working. I need to do it. Oh, that was a shit response, wasn't it? You know, imagine if you took the Jedi or the Sith approach preferably not with chopping people's heads off with laser swords. If, however, you do have a laser sword, address one to the, or two to the Mojo Show, please. <laughs> yeah, PMS, we'll, we'll, we'll sort that yeah, out. We'll, we'll sort that out. Don't worry, we'll cover shipping everything. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, imagine if you did that and it just took that time. You know, however you find that time to, to listen to the, your instincts and your feelings. Yeah, you know, whatever method of so-called meditation that you might use, whether that is sitting and breathing, whether whatever, you know, whether that is you know trying to become a Jedi yourself. You know, <clears throat> Kyle's real reason for martial arts. What?
0: Uh. <laughs> I, I, I said that from day one. Yeah, I know. never denied it. Never denied it. Have <laughs> oh, more rules. Yeah. Totally gets his legs cut off. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No. Um, but, but, there's another metaphor that kind of runs along. It's the idea of redemption as well, or, or forgiveness. Or oh, so glad you said that. Uh, were you thinking the same thing? Uh, well, it, did, it, did, it, did, do, me, did we like, just have like a Jedi? Like uh, we did,
1: we did, have a Jedi sync thing. And you know, you remember all those comments about us being a couple, and that we may have got from various people in the past. I couldn't understand why they may have said some of these things. You know. <laughs> Um, so basically, yeah, you know what? Like, there's, there's some things I love in Star Wars, and everyone's always like, oh, it's about Luke's journey, you know, the underdog and how he has to climb through it. See, I never really identified with Luke. I, I love Vader. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love the redemption story. You know, that anyone, even, even in the darkest, darkest, darkest depths of hell, if you want to use that metaphor, can still redeem themselves at any given time. I love that.
0: Yeah, there's light in everybody. You know, oh, that, yeah. Because you might make certain choices that might take you down a certain path, but they don't have to define who you are. You always have a choice about what you do next.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And let's
0: that, that, be realistic. That doesn't mean that making the right choice when you've been making 20 or 30 years of the wrong choice so to speak is going to undo everything that's happened but it does give you the power to change how you move forward
1: yeah I mean I'm I'm going to share some of my own personal experience I mean Carl, you knew me like you know way way before even my wife knew me and uh, how do I put this in my dating years I was a dickhead (laughs) there was was no way of I I was the Darth Vader of the social dating scene (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, it made the noise and everything.
1: Oh, God, I did make the noise. But, you know, I'm, I think some people have even recorded that you know, hearing that noise as well. But that's another story. Um, um, but literally, I was a dickhead. And I look back now and I'm like, I'm married with four kids. You know, it, it's been a journey. I'm sure my wife would call it something else. <laughs> You know, little by little, each day, the, the dickhead has gone away. Am I perfect? No, I'm still a bit of a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> Jamie's making a massive symbol, like, no, no, big dickhead. <laughs> yeah, but I promise you, I am nowhere near what that dickhead was back 20-odd years ago. like, <laughs> And if I look back now, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, cringe. <laughs> yeah but, I love that redemption idea. You know, we're all light and dark. There is there is no just one absolute in all of us. You know, and and to borrow from uh, Avengers, uh, which one is it? I can't remember. Think it's Age of Ultron and Tony Stark. I don't trust people that don't have dark thoughts. (laughs) We we all have Yeah, every single one of us at some point in our life will have a a negative dark fall. It's part of human nature. You know, we spoke about it before We're hardwired for negativity And so I love that redemption idea That anyone can come back
0: Yeah, and It's like Same for everybody, you know The situation you're in now where, Where we are is an accumulation of the choices we made And even people that are in Great position have made Probably poor choices, but they might not Be where they are now if they hadn't made those choices Somewhere down the line You know, it's it's, it's, it's that idea of balance isn't it bringing balance back so you have to you have to walk through the fire so to speak to find out who you really are and to get where you need to be you know it's that you it's like you were saying earlier we were talking about the polarity you can't know what good is without the bad and vice versa
1: yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. Um, all right, Kyle. So we, we've we've nerded off. You know, we've had nerdgasms about what we would like. What don't you like about Star Wars? Uh,
0: some of the oh uh, yeah okay. Um, some of the later tweaks. There's some really cheesy bits in there that could have done without being in there. Like the whole no thing. Have, have you seen the Blu-ray version of Return of the Jedi?
1: No, I've I've refused to watch any edited versions. I'm just like no, not doing it because because they'll have done some shit that I don't like and I don't want that. And it's it's like it's like trying to say, you know, oh we've updated the Bible. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, if I'm if I'm religious in nature, it's like no, that book was perfect for me the way it was. Star Wars is my Bible. No, <laughs> don't don't mess with un- uncorrupted material. <laughs>
0: Yeah, from 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 a fan perspective, some of the some of the changes are things that I, that I don't like, um, but that's more of a. I don't know. That's not really to do with like the, the core of the series or the philosophy that we've been talking about. That's more just like the actual film perspective. Um, I don't know. And, in terms of like the message of it, I don't think there's anything I don't particularly like. There might be a few bits in terms of like story or changes they made that might not that don't necessarily well. I don't necessarily like the direction they took on certain things, but I appreciate the choice that was made. But overall, in terms of like the overarching um, I don't know philosophy or the heart of it, if you like, there's there's not really anything. I don't like about it, and I think because I think it's one of those things. It, it's one of those, one of those um, franchises, if you like, that wasn't afraid to go to the dark to the dark place a little bit. Wasn't necessarily afraid to like test the the characters in, and you know they're not all black and white like we said earlier. Because you know, like a lot, especially like older films, like before before Star Wars came out. A lot of the characters are—they were very kind of black and white, you know. Yeah, I am the goody, and all is good.
1: And I'm the goody, uh, and this the, is the baddie. That's it,
0: straight laced. Yeah, you know. Um, so I think that I think that's one of the things that that works really well about it is that it does live a little bit in the uh, in the shadows, so to speak, in the in the grey areas. It, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not like dark light. Snuff film, dark or anything like that. It's it's more it's more the inner turmoil. It's it's even though some of the acting can be questionable at times, the 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 idea or the 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 story or the development of the characters. It's I don't know. I suppose it kind of grounds them a little bit in. Dare I say. Reality it gives them that human quality. I think is the word I'm looking for because yep. you can't say there's reality in a, in Star no. Wars. It's all it's all, all fantasy, but it yeah, but it, it it does it does have a way of being relatable and, and grounded in humanity. Even non-human characters are are have very human qualities. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, 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 I think there's. There's not much in that in that respect that I don't like. What about yourself?
1: Uh, um, I think certain bits when, so obviously clearly, when people edit things that perhaps, you know, I'm, I'm all for if they want to improve the visual effects, you know, because when it was first bought out in the 70s, you know, and now we've got amazing technology in comparison. If you want to improve the visual effects to bring it up to date, cool. But when you actually start changing the story or the principle of characters, ah, no, nah, you're doing it for the sake of it. Why, why would you do that? You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like saying, oh, oh Batman is like, you know, he, he goes around obviously beating up bad guys. Oh, actually, he's going to start handing out flowers now. <laughs> mm, mm, that, that basically effectively makes him not Batman, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, no, he's just Batman with flowers. You mean flower man? That's different, <laughs> you know, and it's, obviously I'm quite a purist when it comes to my side-point geekery, <laughs> you know, um, it's little things like that, also, judge a fucking Binks, you know, oh god, if, if there was ever, if I was ever in a Star Wars movie and there was ever a character that would make me instantly go from Jedi to Sith, it's that guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'd be full-on, head-off, lightsaber, oh, so what were we talking about? <laughs> Mesa
0: uh have you seen um have you ever watched robot chicken
1: the yes a yes.
0: <laughs> no, bit I where um jar jar turns up on he sees vader or something and knows he's anakin he's like any so vader does he do he force chokes him or sends him out of uh, an airlock or something and his ghost comes back he's oh look me all sparkly glowy <laughs> no
1: i'm
0: <laughs> <And God, no. laughs>
1: Um, I think that's that's the main one. Is it like you know whether whether it's Lucas himself back in the day or Disney now? It's when they when they make changes, you know, to characters. Or well, if they do make the changes, there's no plot development with it. Does that make sense? You know, it's not like this character's changed because of the, how this film's gone along or the series of films has gone along. It's just like, oh, this is how he was through like the first six, and then oh, actually, in this one, he's no, different. Mm. Okay why was you know where's the backstory where's the where's the reason why he's changed you know if you've given us a little bit more information to say well actually all this shit's happened and because of it oh all right, okay i can at least understand that but no you haven't done that okay no
0: i <laughs> oh, that is it's quite interesting you say that actually because i remember like when the prequels came out and uh, we all know that they weren't greatly received i like them um even the phantom menace which isn't you know which is considered to be the worst of all of them you know i'd, I'd sit and watch it if it's on i've got a, i don't hate it i mean it's not a great film but you know i, I quite like the prequels for what they are you know um but one of the big complaints was uh what's his face the kid that played anakin not in the phantom menace but the other two um hayden, hayden christensen. christensen that's it um and a lot of people complained that he was just basically a moody teenager and uh, you know vader was this big scary character and he was ruthless and menacing and intimidating and we've got some whiny teenager playing a younger version of him but i suppose if you actually think about it vader wasn't born a six foot or six foot five intimidating choke everybody and just kill everybody in sight character he had to be he had to become that and if you look yeah. at Again, it's it's that journey, isn't it? And he probably would have been a moody teenager at some point before he became yeah. what he became. So you know, yeah. the, I, it kind of makes sense. People might you might not necessarily appreciate it, or it might not be great to watch. But it would make sense that he probably was a bit of a, a moody, a moody git, and
1: like you say, like when you when you when you go through that, and you know, let's say you look at his whole. You know plot arc from you know, um, you know, little boy discovers he has this amazing potential You know goes through some changes in the second one by the third one. He's a really moody angry git. you know, moody teenager um, And then by you know episode four he is Darth Vader Yeah, it's, it's a development and then he gets that redemption back through five and six, you know yay You know as a as part of the whole thing Yeah, It does make more sense
0: but then, if you look actually, look at why he's moody. As from the fact that he's a teenager or a young man, he's he knows that he's gifted. He he mm-hmm. knows that his ability outweighs a lot of the people in uh, above him, and there's an arrogance that comes with that. With especially at anybody that age, you know, he's, he's he's cocky and confident and feels like he's being held back. He then <clears throat> he gets taken away from his mother. At a I suppose, would be kind of a, an important age and le- leaves her behind in slavery. So, you know, he's going to have some issues. And then there's the whole thing where he starts having visions about Padme dying and he knows he's powerful and he's being held back and he's got this men- this, uh, this other mentor that kind of coaxing him into things that tells him that he's got all this potential and there's, there's the forbidden knowledge that, shouldn't be forbidden so to speak because in his his what's it what's his argument is that to truly understand the force that you need to understand both sides of it which kind of makes sense
1: it's really annoying isn't it <laughs> you know the the jedi are actually like you no know, you don't need to know the dark side it's like but like we spoke about of polarity it's like how do you know <laughs> if you don't have a complete picture <laughs> it's like damn it the Sith were actually right about something.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that the fundamental difference is that it's the it, it comes back to the, the who you are decision, isn't it? Because the, the problem with the with the Sith in the storyline is that they're considered evil because of the choices they make. It's not necessarily because of the power they have. It's what they do with it. And they they yes. you know, they're, 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 they're supposedly corrupted to want more power, more control. Um, and a lot of that is is bred from anger and fear and hate. You know? so the like the, the poisonous emotions, if you like. So you know, the Jedi have got a got a point there. The whole fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Philosophy, and you know, there's truth in that. But the actual the power itself isn't isn't the problem. It's it's the user. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like you stick a. You, could, you give you give two people a gun. One person might unload it and lock it away in a cabinet. Another person might go and do something with it. It's not the gun. Yeah, the, the, the gun hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah. Not that one. Yeah. Not that I'm for guns, but you, you know, you get you get the point that I'm making.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Nice oh, like Let's just get that in there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, obviously massive 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 cult following worldwide yeah um disney have now taken over the reins you yeah. know have you enjoyed 8 <laughs> um, uh, seven eight nine
0: i enjoyed seven when it first came out I, I really liked it i thought it was very similar to the original in a lot mm-hmm. of ways but I, I suppose that's deliberate because it's a new hero's journey and it was just certain things were a little bit too similar, but then I think some of that was, was fan service or, or not just not so much fan service, but the people that made it were fanboys as well. So there was a little bit of that. Um, when episode eight came out first, like when I watched it initially, I was kind of a bit on the fence. It was, it was like, okay, this is a different direction. This is not quite what I was expecting, but maybe, Maybe that's because Seven was so similar and kind of did play to a lot of the tropes. Eight came along with someone else at the helm with different ideas that wanted to subvert the expectations. And sort of uh, with, with time, I actually, you know, I actually quite like it. I think it is good. There, there, I mean, there are bits of it that it could have done without, like the Canto Bite scenes. But yeah, but overall, I actually quite like the fact that they were trying to do something different. You know? I was still a little bit disappointed that they they didn't do more with luke but i think that was that was the necessary part of the story is that you know if you think about it you think about again we go back through his experience he tried to restart reset everything and then he had this student who was very much like vader um who scared him and he had a moment of weakness which then caused everything to crumble You, you could kind of understand why he might kind of go you know what this is a bad idea and go and feel sorry for himself that was that was the choice he made um and then the the last one again there was bits of it i think the the thing i didn't like about the last one was that there were too many um i guess jumps and holes like palpatine all of a sudden coming back with no kind of reason other than they needed a villain that's what it felt like a little bit but
1: yeah i can see that
0: i watched it again recently and there were elements of it where where it ties in a lot more because well since not just since disney had taken over the expanded universe has always kind of gone into different things and always expanded on the philosophy and tried to build on the mythology of it and disney are doing the same thing they're just telling different stories essentially um so i like the way that it expands on some of the ideas of like the mythology behind it and and the theology and stuff you know the, the like the whole um forced dyads and all, in a sense toys with the idea of reincarnation that every every previous sith lived in him and every previous jedi lived on in her and you know that whole thing was that that continuation of spirit so to speak which kind of ties in with some of the stuff that i've read that's that, like the theological stuff that i've read that i that i kind of buy into and quite like so i, I like that aspect of it obviously there are, there are aspects of it as, as a as a film that i didn't love but there are there are parts of it that i did so yeah I can, I can appreciate that they what they were trying to do. They were trying to do something different and appeal to a new generation. Um, and, and it's difficult to do when you've got such a massive following. When everybody wants the same, I suppose it comes back down to what we think about it's this whole familiarity thing, and anything that's not yeah. the same is threat. But it, yeah. then you're stuck. You've got you're, you're stuck either way. You're damned if you do, and if you're damned if you don't, because you make it too similar and all the same then you get people complain that it's a rehash or it's too similar that's what happened with
1: episode seven
0: yeah (laughs) so then they do something different and everybody goes oh no this is too different we don't don't like this
1: (laughs) i bet the guys in disney's office just oh fuck off you bastards (laughs) i'm gonna fucking do what we like you know it's like okay so you slag us off if we do something that's the same you slag us off if we do something that's completely different fuck it let's just do what we want
0: Yeah, I think that's the way to go. But, but, but yeah, so I, I liked aspects of it, and there are aspects that I didn't like. But I think the things that I didn't like were in the last at the end of it. I think they tried to play it a little bit too safe, and yeah, and there was just was the, the it did feel a little bit like they just needed a villain, and they mm. well, they, they needed to try and appease because it, it felt a little bit like a U-turn on what they'd done because it was so drastically different, and there was such a big backlash. It was almost like they were trying to on it slightly.
1: Yeah. They
0: were trying to sort of make it a little bit more familiar, um, which is hard to do. You can't make something similar and different at the same, well, you, it's very difficult to make something similar and different at the same time. So, <laughs> you
1: know. Yeah, that's true. That <clears throat> very, very true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've only seen it once. I haven't rewatched it on uh, Disney Plus yet. Uh, I've got way too much of the Marvel back long to go through at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, and exams to revise for that, too. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, just from what I remember, I think they could have literally done the whole Kylo Ren as a villain all the way through, possibly to the end, and then just done Palpatine as a little, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm still here, bang, and just end it there. You know, I'm, I'm watching some really good stuff at the moment on Sky. It's uh, called Save Me, and... Because of the story, like you say, that like the story that's woven in through it and they end it on cliffhangers like they are like jaw-dropping cliffhangers and you're like, no, fuck. Fucky fuck, fuck, fuck you, fuck. It's like, how? No, what? And it makes your brain go, what? But that, but yeah, and all the questions start coming and you're like, when's the next one? You know, if, if they'd done a bit more of that, then, you know, I, I didn't mind the different, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's a new thing. Disney have taken it over. You know, pay homage I mean look look Christ, they spent eleven years planning out the whole Marvel thing. Mm. You know, everything was planned down to a T with that thing. Yeah, and it's now because I'm I'm watching it back not in um, like order that it was released, but um like timeline order of the films, so how they occur in like in the Marvel universe. And when you actually see it all now, like it's like oh, okay, so that goes with that. The whole thing was planned. They could have done the same thing. You know, with Star Wars, and I think they rushed it just a bit too much, mm. you know, like in, in order to just either A, get something out, or B, pay homage to the fans, it's like, you could have taken your time, you could have built this up. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, how
0: much did they pay George Lucas, was it something well, like
1: six billion dollars or yeah, something Yeah, they, like they that? obviously want to get their money back. <laughs>
0: yeah. So,
1: which something they've done by now. Uh yeah, and then some, I reckon.
0: <laughs> uh, it's somewhat
1: of a cash cow. It's not. It's not just the films, is it? It's all the merchandise, all the comics, all the toys, everything else that comes with it. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's some of the things I do love about it. Is it isn't just the films anymore? Books, comics, toys, all the all the stuff that's been, you know, added to it, like you say.
0: Mm. It's uh, it's a beast.
1: Indeed, all from an idea about space cowboy ninjas
0: indeed (laughs) so go on to wrap this up then have you got um, any favorite kind of quotes or philosophies or anything that comes from it or anything that you would say that actually you know what that's quite that's quite a good piece of advice for real life not just for space cowboys and ninjas it's going to be the classic
1: from yoda "Do do not there is no try can't
0: argue with
1: that one. You do it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. Try and just Doesn't, give yourself permission not to. Not to. Yeah. Try and just give yourself permission not to. And he's. And I think that sometimes people take that as to mean like that you're always succeeding. It's like no, he's not talking about the actual result. He's talking about the process. You are ever engaged in the process of doing it or you are not. Yeah. He's not talking about the end result. <laughs> I think that's sometimes where people confuse that quote. He's like you're ever doing it or you're not. Yeah. It's like. You're in the process of doing it, or you're not doing it. Which one are you doing?
0: Yeah, commit, commit, basically engage and commit yourself to what you're doing, regardless of the, regardless of the result. Yeah, the process, not the progress.
1: Yeah. What about you? Uh,
0: Well, obviously that's that's a that's a big one. Um, Try and think a specific quote, maybe.
1: Just I know. <laughs> oh yeah. I love the fact that about that quote is um I was watched. I've watched documentary about it, as I'm sure you have. He was actually supposed to say I love you back, wasn't he? And mm. he was like, No, no, Han is like too much too of cool a man's man. He's too cool <laughs> and too much of a man's man to say I love you back So and apparently that he just improvised and went, I know <laughs> <And> that's it <laughs> And that, that one line is now an immortal classic. <laughs> it's like
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, From a Kind of a, a philosophical moment I can't remember the exact quote but it's actually At the beginning of The Phantom Menace And it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan And Qui-Gon says something He basically tells him to be mindful Of what's going on or being the present Instead of jumping off Ahead into the future because he was Obi-Wan was ruminating about something I can't remember exactly I've not seen it for years but He just says you know Be be focus on the present, and you know, and I was it, Master Yoda says to be mindful of the future, he says, Yeah, but not at the expense of the present. So, and I think we can quite easily get caught up in what ifs and catastrophize things and jump into the time travel and jump too far ahead into the future and, and actually forget that, you know what, right here and now, this is where I am, this is what I'm doing, this is what I have control over.
1: Christ, yeah, you know, philosophy from like uh, not not just films like Star Wars, but any kind of geekiness. Christ, we could do another entire podcast on this, couldn't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's uh, that book? There's a book, isn't there? Everything I learned from I learned from Star Trek or something.
1: Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah,
0: or everything I need I learned from Star Trek.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: on, on that, that bombshell.
1: Yeah, thanks very much, everybody.
0: Cheers, everybody. Happy uh, Happy Star Wars Day! Related. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. Well, I was about to hang up hang on you. Then hang on. Thank you for listening to the Mojo Show. To get more from David and Kyle on health, fitness, and mindset, head on over to our free Facebook community, the Mojo Hub. It's a place to ask questions, share your wins and get community support from other awesome like-minded people who want to look, feel and perform at their best without having to constantly bust their balls. Just search the Mojo Hub on Facebook. See you next time.